Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And we're broadcasting today from Holy Family Parish. Holy Spirit Parish. Spirit. Yes, that one. <laughs> you get a, I, I just am like, Father, where are we at today? We're in Mitchell. Hey. We're in Mitchell. Let's <laughs> Home just of the say world's that. only corn palace. <laughs> One and only. That's right. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> it is. It actually is. If you've never seen it, it actually is. Yeah. It's, and they change it every year. Yeah. It's it's pretty impressive. You know, the artwork that they do, you know, they set up all these scaffoldings and it's all made with ears of corn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are just like, what are you talking about? And, corn palace. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's art. You know? It really is. But it's pretty impressive. You have to come and see it for yourself. But yeah. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. Before we get too far into our show, Father, will you open us with a prayer? I would love to. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Most loving Father, pour your grace into our hearts. Give us humble hearts, Lord, and receptive hearts to your holy will for us. Fill us with the grace of your love, your compassion for others, and your forgiveness, Lord, that we may be your hands and feet of mercy and healing in the world. And bless our time together. Bless all of our listeners, Lord, that we may trust in your providential care for us. And let us know how much you care and love us. We ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, Father Tim Cohn and I are here at the Holy Spirit Parish. That's right. We're going to go with... uh the one above the Holy Family. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I guess Jesus is included. So I don't oh, know. Right, oh, right. Right. It's, it's a holy place. We're it's a the holy, holy place here in Mitchell. We're you know? at the holy place in Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited to talk with our first guest, Chris Pageants, on the line with us. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. I am so thrilled to have you on. I've heard you speak many times, and it is just a pleasure to have you on to join us. Give the listeners a little background on who you are. Well, I have seen the Corn Palace Yay! a few times in my <laughs> oh, year. Lucky, right. lucky. That's a legit cred right there. Um, <laughs> and I was, as a, as a kid, I was terribly disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was I know you're being very kind and saying it's so wonderful, this beautiful work of art, but when you're a kid, you're expecting something more. Like, I and, heard palace uh, in the word, and this is no palace. Yeah. Some people might say the same thing about wall drug, you know, but right. uh, I reserve judgment. Oh, I know. Uh, exactly. That's so funny you just said that. Yeah, you, like with the amount of science, like if you invested. Just a quarter of the money you put in the signs yeah. advertising wall drugs into actually wall drugs. <laughs> there could be something there. Might be something to but see. Anyway. <laughs> so, without moving beyond my sarcasm and ridiculousness, I love South Dakota. I grew up uh, as a kid in Chamberlain and still have great friends in the Rapid City, Sioux Falls area, Mitchell, and Long and short, uh, I'm coming back, I'm, and um, I'm coming back to do uh, some some ministry stuff with the diocese. And uh, my wife is going to be coming, I think, 
for the very first time to South Dakota. So I can't wait to no show way. her wow. uh, the Great Plains. And uh, so we're going to hang out with some uh, some couples and, and people who work with the diocese and just trying to find ways to, to grow in our faith, especially during this difficult time. Absolutely. That's well, it's fantastic. really exciting. So you grew up in South Dakota, but you have made quite a name for yourself nationally. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So, yeah, we left. Um, I left South Dakota probably around 86, 87. I moved down to Florida, um, ended up uh, getting a degree in, um, in English literature, then went and got my master's uh, at Franciscan University and a pontifical degree at Dayton. And uh, I'm married. I have nine kids. And in the process of all of this, just basic life journey and growing up, I also really had this conviction to go and to share what God had done in my life with other people. And so it started with a band that was in a Christian um, rock band called Scarecrow and Tinman. I did that for a long time and then uh, just ventured out and started doing speaking events um, around the country. And um, and then uh, ultimately now my wife and I spend most of our time together doing work um, to to married couples and to uh, for leadership for parishes and schools and you name it, um, I feel like I've been doing that in the ministry world for a long time. And I just love this job. I, I love sharing about God and the beauty of family, because uh, I think we need it now more than ever. Absolutely. So family at this point is kind of your niche, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, everything that I do really works in the in a marriage and family dynamic. I'm inclusive of, of course, teens. That's probably where I most was known was mm-hmm. working with young people and teenagers. And I was part of the chosen program, which people use for confirmation. And and I still, I still every summer do the youth conferences uh, with Steubenville and um, and and some other places. So I love it. But you know, I'm a married man with children and even grandchildren now. So obviously. You know, there's a lot that I have to, I think, to to share and to give in that arena. So we, you know, I think what we do is, without minimizing the impact in the work in the teens, what I feel is it's important for the whole family dynamic to have that boost of, wait a minute, we can do this together. And especially with marriages, which have been in such a crisis for a long time, and, um, and I think when mom and dad get excited about each other and about the faith, mm. it, it transfers to kids. When kids get excited, it reinvigorates the parents. And so I like the idea of figuring out ways to to hit everybody wherever they're at. Well, yeah. I, I love that because it's almost like I saw you as a teenager, and so you were evangelizing to me when I was younger. And now that I am a parent myself, it's almost like we're growing up together. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Through yeah. the years, you know, yeah. as you become a husband and as you have children and you just keep growing and expanding. And I think that's a perfect example of what we all need to be doing in our lives, continually growing and sharing the new things that we've learned. So let's talk about marriage real briefly. Um, Number one thing that you think is missing in marriages today? Well, that's a, that's a great question. I think um, I, I want. I mean, just simply put, God, <laughs> but not just information. I mean, not information. And I think that's what that's what we struggle with sometimes. We think 
let me learn more. Let me read this. Let me let me kind of mm-hmm. you know check off my list of sacramental responsibilities. But it's really about a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I know that sounds weird, and it's an entirely and totally Catholic thing to say, much to some people's surprise. But a real relationship with Jesus Christ, that is the game-changer in relationships. Um, because there are things that in a marriage that you can't give to one another most effectively without having Christ in your life, because He invites us to give the entirety of ourselves to one another. We are all so prone to selfishness, I, and I often think that marriage is the first tell that we're still selfish, mm. and children is the next tell that we're still selfish, and we're invited and almost demanded out of that selfishness with those responsibilities and opportunities. And I love that God allows that to be the case. But without that relationship with, with Jesus Christ, a lot of times we become vindictive and resentful and frustrated. So I really try to, <clears throat> well, every relationship's at a different place in its journey anyways, but I really try to nurture that first, you know, cornerstone, if you will, in all of my talks, you know, to enter into a relationship with God. Yeah, you know, one, one thing that uh, strikes me about that, Chris, uh, is, I mean, I do the same thing, uh, or I, I appreciate hearing this, I mean, because it resonates with me, you know, that um, it, that's the same, basically the same conversation I have with, uh, with my marriage prep couples, basically the first time that I, uh, that I see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you see the, almost the stunned look on their face when, uh, when, when they finally see this for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, that it's, you know, that there's, a, there's an idea that's crept into, into society that... Uh, uh, two halves make a whole. Oh, sure. You know, uh, you that only that, me. yeah, right. The, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cute in a movie and stuff, but in, in practicality that, that doesn't work, you know, because, yeah. right. uh, you know, I, you, uh, I'll, I'll point to the husband and wife, you know, you can't do for her what our Lord desires to do for her and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they think, you know, only if I get married, then my problems will be solved. Once mm-hmm. I'm with someone that's committed <laughs> to me, that loves me unconditionally, or what they think is unconditional, then my life will be solved. And then they realize that the next morning after being married, Guess all the what? problems are still there. You're still there. You're <laughs> you know? still there. So that's beautiful to hear that. So uh, so how do you go about, uh, uh, what kind of questions do you ask them, or what do you do when you meet with couples uh, to open their eyes to this reality? Well, um, it depends on who we're talking to. So we do all the pre-Cana retreats for um, the Diocese of Syracuse, which is where we are in New York. But we also do them because we've been all virtual for the last year for the Diocese in Newark, New Jersey. And uh, what we're doing is creating this this kind of program, um, not just for pre-Cana, but for married couples, that is going to be premiered on the Center for Holy Marriage, which is our ministry um, that we do. So what I'm simply saying is that what we recognize is that um, each, like I had said, each couple kind of finds themselves at different places and journeys. So one of the things maybe that a particular couple might be looking for and needing is a little bit different than another. So when we approach, let's say, a gathering of couples for the very first time, we have certain talks that we do, and one of the main ideas is simply couples that remember why they fell in love stay in love. And so we talk about these first that couples experience together and how those are very much important and foundational for a relationship. Because early on in the relationships, this is what's so interesting, is that early in relationships, we are automatically almost or 
I don't know, effortlessly living selflessly with one another. I mean, we desire to please and to bless. But the longer we are with people, you know, that proverbial honeymoon period starts to fade, then that reality of who we are begins to peek its ugly head out a little bit more. And so it's harder to be selfless. So part of this is is the recognition that, that love is not an emotion. It's an actual, you know, to, to quote the, the old DC Talk song, love is a verb. Um, <laughs> there, there is something very tangible about the way that we love. So I think when it comes to content for couples and, and what we do to try to speak to them is almost always it's remedial because you can't assume in, in relationships that people understand everything exactly the way you do. So inevitably, you start from the beginning, get a gauge for the room, and then you can go into a variety of depth. That's why I actually like conferences where we have more than one talk, because then you can start to build on things. So this event that we have coming up with the diocese is really, I think there's like five or seven talks. So I'm so pumped. In a lot of ways, I feel like I will, along with Linda a little bit as well, my wife, we'll be able to, to go places in that conference that we don't always get to go with, uh, you know, one-off events. Right. Beautiful. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Chris Padgett this morning. He is coming to Rapid City, and we're going to talk a little bit about what to expect um, with that and who is invited to go to that. Not everyone is. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're broadcasting today from Holy Spirit Church in Mitchell, South Dakota. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And I think we're going to take our break a little bit early this morning, Father Tim, just so that we don't get into a good question that I have to cut short. Right, right. So we're going to take a quick break. More with Chris Padgett when we get back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And we're broadcasting today from Holy Spirit Parish in Mitchell, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us this morning. Fantastic conversation going on with Chris mm-hmm. Paget right now. And uh, folks, if you haven't signed up for the parish ministry uh, days in Rapid City, now is the time to do it. The pastoral ministry days, sorry. But the conversation we just had over the break, <laughs> I wish could have gone over <laughs> air. <laughs> so I, I, I'm like, okay, how do I get to the pastoral ministry days in Rapid? <laughs> uh, we were just talking uh, about marriage and, and some of the things that are missing um, in the preparation for marriage, Father, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. There's no set standard or how yeah. does that work is yeah. it each so, diocese has their own or what yeah yeah so there's uh there's diocesan requirements i mean so every diocese has uh uh requirements for uh what has to be done as far as preparation before marriage uh that that involves first of all meeting with the priest one on one as well as doing a pre-marriage inventory of some sort usually mm-hmm. it's uh, the focus uh uh or or the precana or i mean there's there's several different ones that are that are out there as well as uh, uh, and then this is where other dioceses are different from one another. Some re- require um, other sort of area marriage prep classes or an engaged encounter retreat, something sure. like that. Or, um, or it's all a little bit different. But as far as sort of the content that's kind of left up to the individual priest or the, or the parishes, at least that's sure. how it is in, in our diocese. And, um, and you, you know, even in the seminary, every priest seemed to do it a little differently or, you mm. know, this kind of thing. And... Um, you know, on one side, that's beautiful because not every person needs exactly the same thing. Well, that's what um, Chris was talking about before right. break is like, how do you mm-hmm. speak to an entire group when everybody's at a different place? Right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the challenge, especially in our present culture when, uh, you know, Chris, as you were saying earlier, I mean, mar- marriage is under attack. Uh, and we also are starting to live in a culture that is unchurched or uh, even antithetical to the gospel uh, or an op- just straight up an opponent to it. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, you have two people coming to you desiring to enter the sacred union, uh, but they're in different levels as far as their relationship with our Lord, <laughs> if one even exists. That's a polite way of saying you know? it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if any of my marriage prep couples are listening, God bless you <laughs> and thank you, and I'm praying for you. So, Chris, tell us, mm-hmm. so how do you... How do you uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to ask. Tell us a little bit about that. What were... <laughs> well, and one thing I want... <laughs> one, thing... one thing that I wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, to emphasize is I think a lot of times that um, when a married couple goes into a marriage, well, no matter where they're at on the spectrum, very few realize that when they're at the altar and the priest is overseeing the marriage, mm-hmm. 
It's not the priest marrying the people. Can you talk a little bit oh, about yeah. that? Yeah, so the, yeah, it's, uh, it's the, uh, oh, <laughs> you, Chris, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Father, I, I, you and I both could talk for hours and hours they, you and hours. You totally could. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just about all of this stuff. Uh, let me just give two, two thoughts here, and then, Father, if I'm off, you let me know. But the, the awesome thing about the sacrament of marriage is, one, the primary ministers are the couples themselves. So the, the pastor uh, is certainly there officiating and overseeing. Uh, but I love that we're invited to begin this, this sacramental journey in the church, and the importance of the sacraments in a marriage are really key for longevity. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, look, <laughs> you can be given millions and millions of dollars in an inheritance and never utilize it and live a life of, you know, of poverty. And I think when we talk about marriage and family, that it's, it's a similar comparison, that in the sacramental life, we've been given an infinite and limitless uh, amount of possibilities to mm. truly love and dream and live an adventurous life, but we are living an impoverished, you know, life often in marriage because because we don't have really any idea of how beautiful it can be. So part of the difficulty and the problem is is not that couples don't love each other; they do love each other. What they don't know is the possibility of how beautiful that relationship can can look and be, especially over the long haul. So what might be, uh, what, are the, what are the stumbling blocks that you come across in couples uh, that prevent them from, from seeing this? Or what are the kind of uh, uh, the questions that you get or the sort of the rebuttals to this invitation? Well, again, we're kind of back to that beginning point of just falling in love with Jesus. And my wife would say this, uh, and, and does often, that one of the most attractive realities of, of a relationship is this sharing of that spiritual growth with one another, and how intimate and beautiful that can take a couple. And, um, and also recognizing that we're not doing this only by ourselves, that the collaborative Yes, growing in faith is is kind of an exciting uh, depth to our relationship that maybe you can't fully understand and comprehend until you begin the journey. So, um, with couples, a lot of times, simply put, it's um, it's it's like you're stoking a little bit of a flame in a fire and showing that this could be big and and warm a lot of people. So, I want to speak about this for just a second because. It, it resonates a little bit with what you were saying in the intro here. You know, marriage has absolutely been under attack, but that's nothing new. I mean, in terms of misunderstanding what marriage and family is, that's a that's a regular occurrence in our world. And believe me, we live in New York, so you know, <laughs> please, we, we you know, but but, I, but the truth be told. Um, you know, misunderstandings and struggles in marriage and family happen in small-town America and big-town America. It doesn't matter right now. Across the board, due to the inundation with information and the visual reality that we have with technology, we, we can see and experience life far different than I could certainly in, as a kid growing up in, in the Dakotas. So <clears throat> what I, I think why I'm, I'm bringing this to our attention is that 
the solution for the attack on marriage isn't necessarily, I think, yelling and complaining mm. about the attack on marriage. The solution is married couples loving each other even more effectively mm. and powerfully in this day and age. Because, because I believe that there's something so intrinsically connected to the reality of who God is when a marriage is functioning properly that it is an evangelistic, you know, pillar uh, in a dark time. So um, so my invitation for couples usually is be, uh, you know, be married with great joy. Find the depth and the beauty of this, because it, it's a witness of, of God's love. Amen. <laughs> well, and I love it because that thread is, you know, the new evangelization. That's what we've been talking about for a couple of years now, a few mm-hmm. years now, not just a couple, but just live it. And and you see that, uh, least, uh, Chris, tell me if, if this has been your experience, too, that you see that ulti- this is what couples are thirsting for. Mm. Uh, I mean, they're, they're aching for, I mean, they want to go deeper. They want, uh, uh, you know, when you get a, you get a taste of the freedom and the joy and the ability to dream with our Lord. There's nothing mm. like it. Uh, and when couples sort of start, when you see couples start to accept this and to, to start to live this, uh, it's kind of fun to watch them. You know, it's kind of fun to watch just their, their, their hearts grow right in front of you, you know? Yeah. What a grace. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You want, we want couples to, to find that joy of being together. I mean, there's nothing more sad than to see a couple that, that, is not they're on two different planes they're not functioning properly and it's uh yeah i mean honestly the truth is when you see a person living out a sacramental life a vocation um with joy it's appealing whether we're talking about priesthood or religious life or married life we want to see joyful priests and joyful nuns and joyful marriages like it's built into us yeah. we want that it's an institution and it's a it's a know it's a necessary part of that call so it disrupts the reality um of what we know to be true when we see a priest who doesn't love their vocation and a nun grumpy Mm -hmm. and a couple that 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 is fighting i mean this yeah i mean Mm -hmm. we could talk about that forever but simply put (laughs) this gathering (laughs) that we're going to be doing here uh the uh, become who you are family become who you are this past four ministry days is really going to just try to jump deep into a number of different presentations that will certainly have some theological depth, but ultimately it's going to have some real practical nuts and bolts to it. We're going to have some Q&A times, just time to, to be together and uh, and just interact with one another. And I'm hoping to see many of, of you guys at least mask-to-mask, if not face-to-face. So, <laughs> there um, you go. Well, Chris Padgett, yeah. thank you so much for joining us today. I know we could continue this conversation forever, but uh, if we want to hear more from you, we just have to attend the Pastoral Ministry Days. That's right. Right, and keep your eye to um, the uh, if Facebook. If you if you typed in Facebook and uh, just do Chris and Linda Padgett, okay, you know as the tag part, it was it comes up for the Center for, um, for Holy Marriage, which is our ministry, and. Uh, this year we'll have a lot of good stuff that's going to be coming out that you guys will be able to to see many of these themes just unpacked in a really beautiful way. So, okay. yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for joining us this morning. 
Can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, Thank God you. Bless. God bless you. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so I just wanted to go through some of the nuts and bolts so mm-hmm. that people, um, amazing, I could listen to him yeah, for yeah, hours. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so I wanted to give out the details of the Pastoral Ministry Days in Rapid City just so if people wanted to join them, they are having um, some virtual app options or pair satellite options uh, for this year's Pastoral Ministry Days in Rapid City. It's going to be held at Terra Sancta Retreat Center March 22nd through the 23rd. Again, Chris Paget and his wife Linda will be there, and lots of presentations, which he um, said that is really helpful because he can really dive deeper into some of where these people are and how mm-hmm. to help them help others to grow. So priceless, really. Yeah, yeah, and this is great, and this is, I mean, uh, there's always more that we could uh, always we have yet to plumb the depths of his love for us. Yeah. And so there's always more that we can do. So even if you think like, ah, our, our marriage is solid, rock solid, you know, we can always go deeper. You know, yeah, this is a not? great opportunity to to, uh, to encounter our Lord's love, you know. Yeah. So he's going to be talking on the Catholic family and marriage uh, March 22nd through the 23rd at the Pastoral Ministry Days in Rapid City. If you want to find out more information, you can register online. Uh, you can either go to the diocesan website at rapidcitydiocese.org. They've got it posted there. And then also to register, you can go to pmd2021.com. So pretty pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, that's nice. I know. Looking forward to that. So when are we going to leave, Father? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going home, folks. <laughs> that's right. Tell my mom she's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like a great, great thing. and. I've listened to Chris Pageant for years, so it's really exciting to yeah, see. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, We're I know. not that old. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? You're older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> My client will not be answering any more questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. I could talk to him all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Honor Our Father segment is right. up next. So Woo. stay tuned. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 